0: is the window and that window is starting to get really close to shut not that that matters to anyone good morning to you good tuesday morning i'm dan kovatovich of dk pittsburgh sports this is daily shot of pirates it comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey i also offer daily shots of steelers and penguins where you found this reynolds will turn 28 years old in january and more relevant to this sort of discussion He'll be entering his first arbitration year, which means he's got three more years left in Pittsburgh. And he might not be here the whole time. Because even though the Pirates would hold his rights, and even though they would obviously tender him contracts through arbitration, or do what they did this past spring and just extend him, There's no guarantee that he'd stay because as you get closer to free agency, the last thing you want is to allow an asset to just walk away so he'd be traded. And he might be traded sooner rather than later in that scenario because the closer you get to free agency, the lower the value becomes. Reynolds will be here in 2023. Take that one to the bank. He's not getting traded this offseason. I am not guessing at this just like I was not guessing at it Last winter, when everyone else was reporting, ah, he's going to get traded. He's going to get traded. I'm telling everybody, no, he's not. He's actually not. And he wasn't. And he wasn't. But, but there's a difference between hanging on to him for a year in which we all know now is going to be another punt year for Ben Charrington and baseball ops and saying, all right, can he be here when management finally starts taking winning seriously? And I'm not so sure, because I don't know how long they're going to extend this punting process for, or how long they'll be allowed to get away with extending it, or kicking the can down the road. If, for example, the Altoona Cavalry Doesn't really amount to much in 2023 in terms of making progress, kind of like what happened in 2022, partly because of injury, partly because of performance. Then who's going to say, hey, this is real? We're going to get super serious about this in 2024? No one, no one. They're going to tone everything down. They're going to scale it all back and they're going to wait for the long snap and then punt again. This is the mo so far and it's unmistakable listen they can say whatever it is that they want about punting or not punting but the fact of the matter is if in 2022 more things had gone right for this organization not just the pirates but all the way down through the organization then we would have been talking about 2023 being taken seriously, as it is, uh uh-uh, that's a punt, and that very much impacts the extent to which you can count on Reynolds being part of this. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience, The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Boy, I hope he is. That's the, the first thought that I have when it comes to Reynolds being part of a winner in Pittsburgh. I hope he is. He has been... And I guess you could criticize him for this, too, but he has been the ultimate good soldier. He doesn't complain even when he gets nervous about stuff like he did with his contract status last spring. He doesn't make any noise about it. He loves the other guys in the room with him, uh, loves playing for Derek Shelton and the coaching staff, never says an ill word about anyone or anything, or for that matter, playing in Pittsburgh for the Pirates. Now, yeah, if you want to... Take the negative tack on that. You can say, well, maybe he should. Maybe he should be this. It's not him. It's not him. You can't make people what they aren't. It's not his personality. It's not in his DNA. But for him to have that opportunity, he would be someone who would enjoy it, who would embrace it as much as anyone we've ever seen. If you remember... The scenarios and everything from 2013 and everyone getting excited for Andrew McCutcheon, for Neil Walker, for other guys with the Pirates who'd been with them for a long time. That's what you'd have with Reynolds. It would be sheer unbridled joy for him. This is the guy who, on those rare occasions that the Pirates seem to have something going At the top level. Maybe they win a couple in a row. Maybe it's something dramatic. Maybe it's just a a new pitcher, like when Luis Ortiz came up, who shines and makes you have a little bit of hope for the future. Reynolds is that guy who will walk past me in the clubhouse and, and look at me and go, It's coming. It's getting here. It's coming. He's always thinking like that. It's not an act. It's not for show. It's not even on the record. He's just that excited about it. And that's really cool. And I hope that does happen with him. But if this doesn't take off in some form, if there isn't marked, visible progress in 2023, there will only be two years left of control on Reynolds for the team. And that's when you do start thinking about and even openly talking about whether it's worthwhile to keep him or to move him somewhere, to further attempt to either bolster the prospect core or make up for the fact that the one you've got isn't getting anywhere. And I wonder at times if that isn't why Reynolds is still here, if that isn't why uh, they're holding on to him as kind of an ace up their sleeve. If the Altoona Cavalry falls on its face, if Henry Davis can't play in the majors, if none of the pitchers materializes, if none of all these outfielders that they have makes it, then you have Reynolds and you can say, all right, you know, we're doing this now and you won't explain why we can see through it, but they won't say it out loud. Well, we really stink at acquisition and development, and therefore we need to move Reynolds for even more prospects to try to make it work. I know, I know, I know, excessively cynical and all that other stuff, but I've been covering this team a long time, and this is the way these things go, most unfortunately, even including the current management team. When we come back, J1Q. Comes from Mick, and it's not really a question. This was a response to things I brought up on yesterday's show regarding the World Series participants, how they arrived where they did, and what, if anything, that means toward the Pirates. And Mick writes, "Decam firmly of the belief that Major League Baseball wanted expanded playoffs not only for the extra broadcast dollars, but to create the illusion of greater parity." And having an 87-win Philadelphia team in the World Series serves that purpose wonderfully. Mick, I appreciate where you're coming from with this. I don't agree. And I'm positive that I could be talked out of it by you if you and I were just sitting here going back and forth. But when it comes to Major League Baseball, everything, everything, everything comes back to feeding the large markets. Okay, let's start with that. Everything about the system is aimed at benefiting the large markets because the large markets bring the larger TV ratings and because Major League Baseball has been diving in the TV ratings for a long time, and they're looking for a way to cut it off. And naively, they think that by shrinking the scope of the sport, they're going to do that as if a certain massive percentage of Americans lives in New York and Los Angeles as opposed to, you know, everywhere else. The reason the National Football League has become what it has is because all 32 teams regardless of their markets, are draws based on their quality. The Green Bay Packers, who reside in a relative village, when you compare it to even a media market, like even compare it to Milwaukee, Green Bay is a tiny, tiny place. Population 70,000, and that's probably rounding it up. It doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers has played there and they've made it to Super Bowls and they're fun and they're entertaining. So we turn them on, we watch them. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where they're based. And that's something that baseball has never really figured out, certainly not in its current incarnation. So what they care about is getting the bigger markets in. So if they expand playoffs more of the bigger markets get in. They don't care if the Phillies won 87 games. They do care that Philadelphia is the fifth largest market in the United States. And after the fact, they're happy that the Phillies got in. If the Phillies hadn't gotten in, you know, that would have been another big market out the window. As things are, the sport is a joke. It's just a joke. there's, There's not really all that much analysis that I have to do here. On this particular subject, it's just a joke. I am glad that they expanded playoffs. I'm doubly glad that they got rid of the insane one-and-done format for the wild card, which might have robbed Pittsburgh of a World Series. Don't laugh at that. The 98-win team in 2015 might have been the best in baseball in the regular season, but they weren't the best in baseball in the postseason, and that's where it counts. Why? Because it was a format that just matched this team's ace against that team's ace. And that's not baseball. That's not baseball at any time of year. It's not baseball going back to the end of the Civil War. Baseball has always been a game that's played in series up until this nonsense. And they got rid of that. So that's a positive. I can't say this often enough, Mick, and I think this is what you're responding to. This... Team just needs to get in. Any team just needs to get in, and from there, anything can happen. The more teams that get in, the more the more fan bases get quelled. But I, I wouldn't look at that as far as an illusion of greater parity. The reason you do more playoff games, plain and simple, is more money, and that's all they're about. I appreciate I appreciate you sending that my way, Mick. I appreciate everybody. Listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow.